Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible. A weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Starring your host, Scarlett Prynne. Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snag. (laughs) And featuring guests, Hazel Goddess. If you're not at least nine inches, you're not getting on this ride. (laughs) And Chase Long. Telling you what you need to hear, but you don't want to hear it. The truth. It is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's dive into some BDSM. Because both of you two, I know, are into this. Yes, sir. And in the last episode, Chase dove into floggers and whips. And I forgot. Crops. Is that the other one you mentioned? Canes. Okay. So for those that are vanilla out there and maybe haven't dived into this world, (laughs) let's just talk to the populace at large. Let's just pretend we're talking to a group of vanilla people that have no idea what any of that is. Let's dive into it. What is the difference in all of those things? What's the purpose of it? Why do you enjoy it? The difference, the difference really is the way they feel. They all okay. have a different sensation. Okay. A paddle, a cane, a crop, a flogger. It's all going to give the person being struck a different sensation. Is it all pain when it comes down to it? It, it depends. Mm. It, I would say things like a flogger to me is not very painful. A cane is. But it I mean, also depends on how they use it. Correct. And so I think yes. it's, I, I think let's say like a flogger, you can use it for something that's soft and sensual or something that does have a, a bite of pain. All right. So flogger, correct me if I'm wrong, is the leathery thing that's got like the, the, the strands of leather. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Ding. I got one right. Yes. So I told a story about coach using one on me, but he didn't hit me with it. He just ran it over my body. Mm-hmm. That felt fantastic. Different sensations. So I love that. Right. And they're all they're all just different tools to use. Like we were talking in this in in one episode um about it to me it's they're all different tools to get you in your body so that you are allowing yourself to feel different sensations and and things like that so that you're not in your head whenever you're having this experience. Oh, interesting. Okay, so Chase did two or three of these things, I think, on me. Yes. I don't which one was the one that was just a narrow metal rod? Um that would that would be a cane. You didn't cane. like that at all. Oh that fucking hurt. Correct. That hurt like hell. <laughs> and I did not hit you very hard with that <laughs> and it still fucking hurt. Right. So what is the point of that? Explain it. I don't think I'm into the same. So is that like say, sadist stuff? It, well, it, it depends on what you like. I would say for me, if I if we were actually going to do that, what I would do is start building the sensation. For instance, the flogger, rubbing it across you. I'm starting to build the sensation. I'm going to build and build and build and build. And so think of it as taking stair steps. Nobody, You take one stair at a time. That last step's not a big deal. If you go mm-hmm. from the bottom to the top, it is, whoa, what are you doing? So I'm going to build that sensation and build it and build it. By the time I do it, the pain you feel is just a different sensation. And hopefully, again, you're not thinking about the pain. It's just the feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there was a person in my past who loved the cane. And she loved it because it, would, it, it actually whelped and would stripe her ass. And then when we had sex, you could feel the heat. She wanted to be fucked from behind. And that so not only could she feel me having sex with her, when I would thrust in from behind it would touch all those whelps on her ass she loved it mm-hmm. I mean, like trophies yeah i mean she loved it and it was yeah. i mean there were whelps and but we couldn't just start by that you had to build yeah. into that Interesting. especially your first time oh, so yeah. i've known you know, if, people that enjoy the pain sensation i just can't relate to that but I you don't, don't get you it. don't know guys who like you to pinch their nipples where it's painful but yes but i coached it also also you do have to keep in mind there are people who who solely get off on pain that is that is a bit different than what he's talking about correct yes you know there are people who can't release until they experience a level of pain that's completely different than what we're talking Mm -hmm. about okay and and don't think of it as pain pain gives a negative connotation think of it as a feeling yeah it's just a different sensation for them 
So where we might consider pain, they consider it a sensation. Right. And so okay. it's it's different. I mean, it's, okay. It's, well, all I know is when you hit me with the, it was crop. Correct. It was a crop or a cane. Yes. All I felt was pain, and there was nothing sexy about that. To <laughs> right. Me. But again, yeah. for you, that was you consider that in something negative. Someone else could consider that as orgasmic. So is this just simply a preference thing? Like Abs- some people absolutely. like that, yes. and some people don't. Absolutely. If you like a paddle and you like the way it feels, that thud, then you probably don't like a cane or a crop. If you like the cane or crop, the paddle's just kind of there. It's a thud. And so... Yeah, completely different It's completely different sensations. Some like that, some don't. It's a buildup. And it's also where you are in your head. It's the the tied up. The Some people like... Some people don't like to be able to move. Some people like to be able to move. Yeah. They don't want to be where they can't move at all. Um, you, you talk about like a ball gag. Some people like that. Some people want to talk. Um, it just... Depends on what they like. That is why I typically don't do have BDSM relationships with people outside of the BDSM world because they typically don't know who certain things are are super important. It is typical to have some type of paperwork or um, contracts, and it, within those contracts, you typically have you know what it is you like. Are are you okay with these things? You know, the pain or, you know, how hard you want it. That how was on you 50 Shades of Grey. There but was a contract. But but it's real. Every, every BDSM relationship I've ever been in, I've had a contract. So I've heard from people in the BDSM world that 50 Shades of Grey was not truly a good representation of BDSM. It, no. Do you guys know 50 Shades I, of Grey? I've yes, seen it, yeah. I, mean, I read the books. I didn't see the movies. I Can we dive into that? Because I don't know what people mean when they I say that. I feel like that, that's more like a fantasy of what BDSM is. It, it would so be where like, is it not a fair representation? Is any movie you've ever seen, any rom-com, is the sex scene a fair depiction of sex? <laughs> Touche. Okay, All so right. I mean, it's just it's a, it's a person who's never done it before. Fantasy world of what it would be like to be a rich guy who had control. Yeah. But that's it. There's no there's no reality to that. Yeah, I agree. I feel like a vanilla person wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, hold on. But what makes you With, say that? What specifically? Because I, I can feel you like if someone was truly into BDSM lifestyle, it wouldn't have been like that at all. It wouldn't have been this whole fairy tale, this happy ending type thing where like, oh my gosh, he's a billionaire and he can sweep me. It's it's not like that, and it's not. As sweet, it is super intense. Okay, and so in the book, though, she's completely vanilla. She's not in that world at all, and of, he's introducing her to that world. I saw the book far more sensual. Yes. BDSM's forceful. It's not sensual. It's forceful. It, it definitely can be. So but, are you saying that there's not the, um, maybe the emotional aspect to it? Like it's, a, it's all transactional? Is that what you mean? No, no, no. no. BDSM is to me is way more um, mental connection than vanilla sex. You have to trust somebody. If I'm going to tie you up, and I'm not talking about tie you up where like, ha ha, funny, funny. If I'm going to real restraints, real restraints, I'm going to tie you up. I'm going to cause you discomfort. That's just like with you and Teddy, right? Okay. You tried to take that nine inch, right? Yeah. Which fucking hurt. Right. (laughs) So, and you were still in control. So imagine that discomfort that you experienced and given that freely to someone. Well, imagine that happened, but you had a mask on and you couldn't see, you couldn't hear, you couldn't talk, you were tied up and couldn't move. You would have to trust that person obviously, so completely yeah. that the, being able to open yourself up for those sensations, it's just different. And that, okay, so in Fifty Shades of Grey, when he's tying her up and he's putting a blindfold on her, why does that not count? Like, why is that not a good representation? Have you ever seen? I've never been to a dungeon that looked like that. The Please, toys are there. The, but premise not, I mean, is, the premise is that he's a billionaire, though. Well, well the premise in Pretty true. Woman, he's going to sweep a prostitute off her feet, that he's not. <laughs> I mean, he's not. But there are billionaires out there. So let's just say one of them isn't BDSM. That's probably the sex room they would have. Well, may, well, 
I would say no, what they're going to do, that billionaire is going to bring somebody in because he's not worried about how she gets off. He's worried about how he does. So he's going to pay somebody to do things that he wants to do. The opposite of that is in, in the true, in the true Dom world, the control, the sub has the control because you're doing things that they want. You're not doing things you want. You know what she or he wants. You know what they like. You know what gets them off. And the, the Dom, the, the Dom doesn't do things that they want to do. They're doing th- things that the sub wants. Right. And I think that's the difference in the movie is because it portrayed the Dom being in control, which in reality. It's the it's opposite. The opposite. It's the complete opposite. opposite. Yes. Every sub has full control. The Dom takes pleasure in knowing that their sub is submitting to them fully a hundred percent. And, and that the sub is, is getting pleasure from it. Absolutely. If the sub's not getting pleasure from it, there's the, a, a true Dom does that doesn't do anything for them. The, the fact that Absolutely. the fact that the sub is getting off is finding pleasure in it. That's why that's, that's how you get off. Right. It's not the other way around. And in the movie, it wasn't like that. Right. It was after he spanked her, she went to go cry and he felt bad. Like yeah. that's not how it really happens. No. That's not, that's not real BDSM. Okay. Touche. And so, a real BDSM, when I spanked you and you cried, it's because you were crying because you loved it. Or <laughs> or if he pushed her boundaries and he got her to a place where mm-hmm. she was exploring her boundaries and it went too far without us for whatever reason. Right. He as a, most doms are not going to allow you to sit there and go to another room and cry. No, your dom is going to kick Fully into care gear. Correct. They're going to comfort you. And he's going to comfort you. And he's going to make sure that you know without a shadow of a doubt, hey, I apologize. I wasn't reading your body the way that I needed to read your body. So can we reiterate that's a good dom? Because I'm in some BDSM groups online. And I've seen some examples of some bad doms. Well, Well, they're they're pretenders then. They're not not true doms. And that's what we were talking about during the break is that... There are so many people that can say, oh, I'm dumb, but typically are those dumbass alpha males that <laughs> that are like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm a dumb and I get, I am tire you up and all this shit. Like, no, you're not. You're just a cocky son of a bitch that just want to have your way with ladies. Right. It's it's different. It's There's a difference in, in being an being an alpha and fucking you. And I laugh. You treat you like a farm animal. I will. There's a difference in that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference in there that. Is. And being in a in a in a BDSM lifestyle because the there whole is. the whole thing with and correct me if I'm wrong. Whenever you are in a BDSM relationship with a, especially sub and dom, the it it is crucial, and most of the time the dom takes so much care in knowing you, knowing your body, knowing how you think. Knowing the things that you like, what you don't like. They typically pay way more attention to you than of a, a traditional vanilla relationship. Because a, a true Dom's gonna push the true if I'm doing that to you, my goal is to push you to your breaking point and not over it. Mm. I wanna push you as hard as I can, as far as I can, without breaking you. And, and if I break you, it's my job to say I'm so that's on me. That's my mistake. Absolutely. That's not your mistake. That's my mistake. And yeah. the reason why it's your mistake is because he wasn't. Well, I would assume you would have in place a safe word. That's the reason for that, right? If you have to use a safe word, I've gone too far already. Yeah. You want it to get to a point where you want to scream the safe word, but not yet. I uh, mean, right. just that close. And and that's where you want to th- get them to. Right. And I think that comes to, again, that there's the difference between the so-called quote-unquote doms and the real doms most real doms they are very in tune with the connection that you guys have and in your body so they can see whenever you are experiencing discomfort to a higher level than just from the beginning of that session so Am I right? Mm-hmm. Most doms can can tell like if you're really not enjoying, like if you're really being pushed to your limits because they can read your body. If you've done it enough, you can tell there's a different reaction you get. There's a different their muscles tense. There's there you there's different noises, different sounds, there's different eye facial contact. There's just different things you do 
and you can tell again i would say when you say you're alpha you're you're dumbass alpha males i would say the difference in a pretend person is i'm causing you pain mm. the real ones i'm causing you pleasure mm-hmm. through pain right mm. and so there's there's a difference in those two things and if you yeah. don't know the difference then all you're really doing is hitting somebody right i mean that's you're just hitting somebody and, and- and that's, that's why I, that's why I was explaining to him. I will not have BDSM relationships or sex with someone who's vanilla. Well, it makes sense. Well, yeah, you also I, don't know. Like I told her, if yeah. I was going to tie you up, I'll tie you up. Well, you did, but I'm not. But I'm not going to do it like I would because I don't okay, know you. So I'm not, let's go there. So you did tie me up. So what right. would you have done differently if you were going to go there? Um, I wouldn't have asked you. I would have done. Instead of ask. So if I was your sub, in other words, you would have just done it. I would have told you what's going to happen, not ask you. Okay. And I would have known, like, I wouldn't have used cuffs because the cuffs give you leeway. I would have done it where you couldn't move, where Uh. you were, you were there. I would have done certain things, but that can be, if if you don't, if you're trying it out, that can be really scary. Mm. Well, somebody I don't know, not only do you have to trust me, I have to trust you. Absolutely. There's marks on you. There's things on you. We're in this together. I, I say this a lot in this, like a, the sub being in control. Have you ever been to a swingers party? No, I haven't. Okay, if you've ever been. I have been to a sex club, though, now. same Kind of same thing. If you've ever been, you were in complete control, even if there's another guy with you. Like, if I say stop, you stop. Absolutely. I mean, there, the guy, even though I'm watching, I'm still in complete control because you're doing this. You're getting pleasure out of it, but you're doing it for me. Right. If I feel uncomfortable, it stops. It's me. The guy who's having sex with you isn't in control. He may think he is that he doesn't know what's going on. I mean, he's a toy. I mean, he's he's a growing. He's a live toy. But most bulls know their place. Correct. And they know what they're there for. Yeah. Right. They know. They know they're there. And they also know the second you or I say, "Okay, we're done," they're done. Yeah. They're done. I mean, they, get up, go. Because they most bulls know their purpose. Right. Right. And. And, place. and if you're doing, if you're in a bondage thing and I start doing stuff as we're going and the reason I'm growing that, like the reason I'm taking that and I'm rubbing it across your butt, I'll spank you a little bit. I'm gauging your, your threshold. Mm. I'm pushing you. Yeah. You're watching as the reaction I'm, I'm as watching. it gets more Correct. intense. Right. And the, uh, that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between true doms and guys who quote unquote say that they're dumb. They're not watching out for those same things. They're not reading your body the same way. They're just they're just acting for the sake of fucking whatever it is, whether they're saying, oh, well, you know, I spanked a girl last night or I did this or whatever. It wasn't for for the other person's journey. Well, then that's a, that's in the uh, what I would say, a Don submissive and an S&M lifestyle. Say my, I'm causing oh. pain because it gets me off. If I now cause you different. pain, that's different. So that's the SM that's part the of SM the part. Yeah. Sadomasochism. Yes. Yes. Sadomasochism. Yes. But also a lot of those people, I had a really good friend uh, that is into that. Mm-hmm. And typically in that dynamic of a relationship, there's always one and the other, one who mm-hmm. loves to give pain and the other who loves to receive it. So the one that's given that pain and he's getting off, the one that's receiving is getting off too. So it's still... Uh, an amazing balance. Well, if you think about it, though, what you're doing, if you and I are together and, you know, I like causing pain, it gets me off. You know, you being hurt, for lack of a better word, is getting me off. So if that turns you on, you're getting turned on because, you know, it's working for yeah. me. Mm. And so but there, so it's the, not necessarily the pain itself. It's just the fact that it's giving you pleasure. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're looking at do you get turned on if you're jerking me off and watching me? If I really like it and I'm making noises and I'm, oh God, and you can tell I really like it. Mm. We're well, not getting anything out of jerking it's me off. It's the reaction. It's the reaction. Yeah. Same thing for this. Yeah. If, if I, if I spank you or I put nipple clamps on you or, you know, I'm trying to think if you know, if I have nipple clamps on you and I'm fucking from behind and pulling the clamps, I know how much pain I'm causing you. And if you know that I like the pain and you want me to come, you want me to cause you more pain because you know, the more pain I cause you, the more excited I'm getting. Yeah. But that's a different relationship. Yeah. That, that's a different thing. So you want me to cause you more pain because you know it gets me off. What else is in your equipment bag? I know you have a whole equipment bag it's, that goes with you. There's rope. There's nipple clamps. There's vibrators. There's a ball gag. There's blindfolds. There's um, like I'm a big I'm a big believer. Like one of the things you can start off with. If, in so a, a basic BDSM. A kit. basic. But yeah, because you don't want to get 
Yes, a basic kit. I'm going to tie you up. One of the things I can do is I can tie you up where you can't move, which you can still see me. And then I can put a vibrator on you and I can have it go, just go and go and go till you get so sensitive that you're like, stop. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not going to stop. And that's a way for me to push. Cause if, if you freak out over that, then me spanking you, I, I know I'm not going to hit yeah. you very hard because you're, you're in it to play. You're not in it for the light. You're, you're not truly in it because something like that's not going to, that's just fun. Yeah. So I'm not going to bring anything that like, I can't bring crops. I have paddles in there. I have a flogger in there. Um, you told me I needed to get a particular vibrator. Do you remember this last time we were together? Yes. You told me about a vibrator that you bought four of for the four women that you were fucking at the time. I did. It's called the snail. <laughs> it's awesome. You should get it. Yes. So describe the snail. Okay. So the snail, if you see it, it has a ball on one end mm -hmm. and then it has a, like a little thing. It has a point and then it has this thing that comes like a snail. Well, what mm. it does, it's a... So it's like a spiral? It's a spiral, yes. Okay. And so when I went, I said, I want, I, of course, I'm big into Toy Tuesdays, man. You know, <laughs> let's go, let's go to the sex shop. You pick a toy for me. I pick one for you. It's Tuesday. Let's have fun, right? <laughs> toy Tuesday is like an awesome day. So I went and said, get me something. I want something different. So she showed me this. See, it's a constant contact toy. I didn't know what that was. So I asked. I'm not embarrassed. So the ball, what happens is, is you push it inside you, the ball stays on your clit. So there's a constant contact. I'm fucking you with this. And it's the snail part releases. So it constantly stays on you. So you got the penetration, the vibration, and the constant click contact. It's, yeah, I have had no complaints at all. Yes. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Yes. It was new toy of the year in 2022. Just so we need to get a snail. You need That's to go look at a snail. Yes, the snail. It's awesome. Yes. Okay. So we'll have to check this out yeah. so we can report back. But one of the things you can also do, like for when you're talking about like different things, if you want to know, like, like I, if, I put, if I pull out a butt plug and you're talking about BDSM and you go, oh, gosh, then you're not ready for this. And <laughs> you're just not ready for it. I mean, you're just not. Well, the I mean, butt plug's not even BDSM. Correct. That's, that's my point. You're not, you're not even ready for this. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, so, so, yeah. so do you have to different. like and enjoy pain on some level to even be in the BDSM lifestyle? Pain is an important because pain gives a negative connotation. I mean, again, think about I, okay, I use, things that cause pain. And well, not, not all, not, not all BDS or excuse me, not all BDSM is about. Well, that's what I thought. Anything like that. But it's, it seems like you, Chase, are seeing it as an not, essential. No, I'm saying no, that there's, no, no. Or is that just your I preference? would say discomfort because I would say like being being bound is a BDSM thing. That's not painful. Well, right. it's just being but restricted. That's, but that's in bondage. Correct. Just like they're set under BDSM, people who are considered slaves. They're not physically being touched. They just want to be told to come in my house, clean my house. Um, I, I, whenever I want something, you're here strictly to do exactly what I say. There's no physical touch at all. So it has nothing can to be, do but there doesn't have to be. Right. right. Same right. thing with pigs. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean there's no. What's there's, a pig? A pig is typically someone who is submissive, but it's about money. So they don't want to have any control over their finances. So basically someone is telling them everything to do with their finances. Right. Okay. Think so about some part of your control. life you don't want to have any responsibility for. Right. So they're whatever you want to call her, his master, his mistress. You think I could whatever. find some rich guy that knows how to invest well and tell him I need him to be my pig? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could work a deal with him. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you could work out. Yeah. Yes, he may want you to squeal like a pig for the money, but yes, I'm sure you could work out a deal with him. But those pigs, they, they, a lot of times it's not anything physical. They just don't want to have control over that particular aspect of their life. So their mistress, like again, whatever her role is, can control all of his money He'll have to ask for permission to put gas in his vehicle. He'll have to ask permission to pay the light bills or whatever it is. She has full control over all of his money. It's just a sense so it of has nothing control. to do with it has nothing to do with. So BDSM does seem like more like about control than so much about the pain. Now, what, it, well, it what depends. Is the BDS, B is bondage, right? Mm -hmm. What is the D? discipline? Discipline. So bondage, discipline, sadomasochism. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So and the sadomasochism is all about pain. Okay. There's, there's or no receiving pain. Yeah, or well, receiving yeah. pain. Yeah, there's pain involved. Right. The discipline part, it can be anything. It can be control. 
So right. I took the BDSM test online, bdsmtest.org. I took the test and it's like a hundred and something questions. Mm-hmm. Like it's intensive. Let's see how well you know me, Chase. Okay, let's see. I'm ready. Test. Right. I didn't know I was getting tested tonight, but great. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think I scored on, let's just go to degrady. And this is percentage zero to a hundred. Whether you want to be degraded or not. I would say 65%. Three. Three wow. percent. Okay. I did not want to be degraded. No. I just thought, I was thinking more just open to trying it, but okay, I get that. Yeah. So what about Rope Bunny? Oh, you, oh you're okay with that. 80%. 69% okay. is what All I got. Right. It was pretty high. Okay. Pretty high. What about Submissive? I'm going to say that's low. Um, I don't think you mind it, but I don't think a question reached at 30%. 94%. Are you kidding me? I, yes. I knew that from my mouth. I knew that before you even said something. And here's what might have thrown you off there. What do you think I scored on Brat? 78. 100. Which that <laughs> fucking surprised me. Right. That's a- she doesn't seem like the Brat type. No. At all. Like okay. that, that wouldn't be in her but role. No. Here's the deal is I am submissive, but I make him work for it. 100%. That surprises me. It surprised me yeah. too. It didn't surprise me. That yeah, surprised me. Doesn't sound sound so like. So why? Me. Why does that not resonate? Because I know you, and I can't imagine you acting like a brat during sex. Uh uh-uh. uh I just can't. I I I just get could, could from you, experience. I can't could see. Could you that. imagine someone talent looking at you? And this is the reason why I'm saying it surprises me, because she enjoys you know. Uh, that strong mental connect mental connection with someone. She also enjoys a strong manly man. So I can't imagine this this burly guy coming and he's saying, "Hey, I want to do this, this, and this." And she's saying, "No, I don't want to no, do no, it." No, no. I can't imagine. I that. am not a brat like you portray brats. That what, is no what would question you consider about a brat. That. I mean, I would no. consider it almost being degrading to him. No, no, no. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. Not that either. Okay. No, this is how it plays out. Do you know the guy that I'm trying to get on the podcast, Hazel, that I've been talking about? The guy I was up until like five o'clock in the morning with. Mm-hmm. He loves to call me Muffin, which drives me fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying, stop calling me that. Or the other day he texted me. He's like, I got good news and bad news. Which do you want to hear first? And all I said is, I hate that game. And I didn't say another word. I'm not playing your game, right? And then he comes back with, you have two options, muffin. (laughs) It's pretty hot. And I come back with, and you will choose whether or not you want to tell me in whichever order you choose, right? That's how it plays out. That's what the brat looks like when I'm doing it. Or let's say in the bedroom, there's like a power struggle. That to me is not a brat. A power struggle is not, a brat typically doesn't try to go for the power. Yeah, a brat to me is being almost no. condescending to the guy. Being, yeah. I want this and you're going to do it. It's almost a flip of to, in my world and, and the so way I think about it. So does brat always look the same? Well, no, but you asked me what I thought. So it looks the same to me. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, in your mind, it's degrading. It's, in your mind, Hazel, it's more. No, no, no. Like it, it seems more like a childish thing. No, I'm saying. From my experience. So if he were to say, hey, I want you to be in the bedroom in 10 minutes and I want you to wear red and I want you to be in this position. A brat would go in there and wear green and be in a completely different position. Okay. Just because. And it wouldn't be past me to just say no. But then the person you're saying that to would know that's what you're doing. That would turn him on. Okay, but is that not a brat? Saying no, I don't think is. Being being playful. Saying no. If I said get on top and you said, no, I want you to get on top of me, that's being a brat. If okay, you said, that's no, I'm definitely not, not how you. I'm saying it. <laughs> well, but you, but not with that tone. But if you just said, no, I'm not going to have sex with you, that's not being a brat to me. That's yeah. the, being that I want what I want and I'm going to make you do what I want. I see that more as a brat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is that then that I'm describing? You're just being difficult yeah that's you're just being <laughs> difficult is that not a brat 
No, I because mean, there's no and, there's no end to and it. And here, it, this test is just based on me answering uh-huh. scenario questions. Right. Like, here's the scenario. Yeah. Uh, have you taken that test before? Mm-mm. I've taken it. Yeah. Okay. I, I personally didn't find it accurate because they said I was a brat too, but I'm not. I know my I role. I feel like it fits. <laughs> I'm not a brat. Whenever it comes down to. I think because you picture a brat being a very specific way and you're not the brat that you portray. I agree. But I'm not a brat at but all. But I feel like you are. I think probably the test not is saying a, if you know if you like what you like and that's what you want, it's probably putting you in the brat category. Okay. I think I that's want what I that. want and I want it now. Right. That sounds like a brat to me. The, the, I would say that's yeah. I would say <laughs> that that's right a brat. there, yeah. yeah, that sounded much. Yeah. Yes. But I don't think. But I don't think it has to look like that. When we're having an experience, right? I can think of going into a sex club, and being with somebody who was there who wanted to experiment and there's a cross right what she wanted is to be put on the cross you know what i'm talking about yep okay yep. she I've wanted to that. be put on that me blindfold her and guys touch her now she wanted me to be there mm-hmm. to make sure the touching was the touching and she trusted me enough to but she wanted to be touched by different and she wanted me to start and then different people and not know who it was. And that, that mental game to her was very exciting to her. Mm-hmm. It also, she also wanted to be submissive, but in a way that was, that was controlled. Does that, yeah. And so mm-hmm. she loved it. I mean, and so the joke, I, I, I used to joke, what I would do is I'm going to tie you up and blindfold you. And then I'm going to have somebody else come in the room. You won't know if it's me or them. Now you would, because there's only so many 10-inch dicks in the world. <laughs> But fine. But the point. But and but, you being Hazel there, right? And you being Hazel. Sorry, correct. So because I don't care about Dixon. Well, but, but that to this person I was talking to, not knowing was a complete turn on yeah. for her. I mean, not not knowing if it was me or somebody else, or or if she was being watched by a group. Just not knowing was the turn on. It's, that that it's uncertainty. Up that control. Correct. And but, that yes. that's the part that gets gets her off. Mm-hmm. Is that. I don't know what's going on, but. And I can't move. I, I can't do, I can't move mm-mm. or do anything. Yes. I can't speak. I can't see. So Only I see thing- the appeal in that completely. Yeah. But I feel like the reason why I rated so highly on the brat is because I'm going to test a guy's fortitude first. Yes, I'll submit to you, but you've got to prove you're worthy, basically. How long did it take you before you talked to me to know my personality type? 30 seconds? Oh, you dominate every room you walk into. Cor- it is evident. You yes. own it. So I'm not sure you would have to test me. You and, just know. And I didn't, did I? Correct. That's probably why you're surprised by the brat. That's pro- right, because I never saw that side. I was like, no. But you, you probably saw it in conversation. Well, I, I've I, challenged you in conversations. Well, the, I, this is the last podcast. You said I called you because I wanted to talk about something to get pushback. I don't, <laughs> I don't think in the theoretical world, but if we walked into a sex club, you would have yeah. no doubt that I was in control, that you were going to be safe. And that I wasn't going to let you could open up and do whatever. Yeah, I think that's true with you. Yes. Yeah. You could and you could do whatever you want and you you could be open and freer and do all sorts of things because being unsafe or out of control, you knew I, I'm in control from the second we walk in to the second we walk yes, out. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And that's what a true dominant does. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the safety. That's why these people will do things with you that they would never do with anybody else. I agree. Hmm. That, and that's why I explain I do not. Do anything BDSM with vanilla people. And that's typically why if whenever I do have sex, it is with a bull. Because you like it. Yeah. Right. And then and that's as close as you're going to get to that without getting it. So explain bull. I'd like to hear how you explain what that is. Okay. well, I'm going to explain it a little different than what I heard explained here. Okay. What that is, is a in my what I would say, it's having sex with someone who's dominating who is usually usually got a bigger dick than whoever you're with does. Now, again, if the size is it's bigger. It's um someone who dominates somebody, somebody's there just to fuck. It's just physical and it's usually aggressive. That's and what by I would aggressive, say. you mean yeah. what? Does that mean jackhammer? Does that mean No, not necessarily that. It means whatever whatever aggressive is to her. I mean, harder's not faster. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, it can be it can be any number of things. It can be it can be aggressive by putting their dick in your face and in your mouth. That's not aggressive. Okay, face fucking. Yeah, I mean, it can be it can be yeah. whatever that aggressive is to you. And my job is to know what that means. Right. Okay. If I'm going to bring a guy in to be a bull for you, I would not yeah. bring a ten inch guy in. That's going to do nothing for you. Exactly. I mean, it's not going to do anything for you. So I know that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in a guy who I know is going to be big enough to be wow going to be aggressive, going to do the things that I know you like, but I'm still there to make sure it doesn't go. And, and you'll let him do those things because, you know, the second it goes overboard, I'm going to stop it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you'll let that person do things to you that you, you might not let somebody else do. And, and I'm watching you get off and you're getting off more because, you know, I'm in control. Mm-hmm. Now, is that does that fall under the arena of BDSM or is that more swinging? I would say that's more cuckolding, but that's just me. But so is cuckolding BDSM? BDSM? Huh? I, I feel like it's still under BDSM. And, it still is, but it's just and yes. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's definitely lifestyle. And what's the difference between lifestyle and BDSM? Well, it's you're in it or you're not. Be, you can have a BDSM experience. Experience and not be in the lifestyle. The girl I took to the sex club and put on the cross, she is not in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. She wanted to have a BDSM experience. There's vanilla, LS, BDSM. Right. If I've collared you, you're in the lifestyle. Yes. Because I mean, that's okay, you've explain made that, that for your explain whole lifestyle. Explain if I have collared you. If you I'm if assuming I, yeah. that means you've put a collar on your sub. So she's owned. Right? Yes. That means you are actually wearing yeah. a collar that I've put on you. Usually with a lock or something that I have the key for and only I have it. That means that that person's owned. He right. He's the owner of of you. Yes. Yes. So if if you're collared, you're definitely in the lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If that's if that's what if, if that's if that's yeah if that's because, your thing right correct you you can be in the lifestyle and not be collared. That's something right. though that clearly you, you're never just on the fringes if you're collared. And it can be male and female because mm-hmm. men can be collared as sure. well. Even if they don't have a collar, they could still have on a chastity, which is correct. pretty much the same thing as a collar. No, what's a chastity? It's a concoction that holds the cock. <laughs> holds the cock, yes. as in they can't have sex with it? You can't get hard in it. You cannot get hard at all. Um, and there is a locking key. Is it key. painful? It can if be. you get hard, yes. It's, okay. You don't usually get hurt because the pain will keep you from getting hurt yeah. for the most part. But it would be something if you put me in a chastity, that means like what you would do is you would have the key. Yeah. I would be there if I was watching you had sex. It's a way for me to control. I yeah. can't get off. I mm. can't get aroused. I can't get excited. And it's one of those things like this. If I were to put one on him, then it's it's me only. You're, you're the his, dom. He's correct. the sub. And that well, is, don't think of dom. Think of owner. Yes, I so is own. owner different from dom? Can be. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What's the difference? Well, I can be her dom, but he doesn't own me. But I don't own her, which means yeah. she can. There's different things. If I and her, if I own her, I'm telling her everything. Everything. It's everything. he and I. How it would go is he and I are in this relationship, and within that relationship, I tell him the things that I want to experience. Everything. And it is up to him when and where, how I experience those things. Do from whether it's behavior, whether it's I've, I've it can been be good food, or whatever. it can be when it you can, eat. Right. Okay, I was going to ask that. Is it, it now, nominal yeah. things like it going to no, the bathroom? Is now, it, now those okay. things. Now there is a such thing as inside of the bedroom only and Correct. outside. So not everybody. Um, has that lifestyle where it's in and out of the bedroom. So he wouldn't control my food if that's not something that I'm interested in. If that's something you list that you want to have complete control, then yes, you would ask me to go to the bathroom. Yes. Yes. If I wanted to be out of control and you were having sex with somebody, the whole point of uh, you allowing me to get aroused and get turned on, it's that when you decide it's okay for me, you'll take it off. And then do what, whatever that is, whether I'm watching you and I masturbate, whether you do it for tip- whatever that means. And typically, those that that's that's typically a reward Correct. for whatever he's done mm-hmm. or whatever those things. And it could be something simple as, "Hey, I want you to do the these certain particular th- acts within this week, um, and if you do those things accordingly, then I'll give you a reward." Right, which. 
again, in that contract that we've created, he l- listed rewards and punishments. And so, I so they're can, already pre, pre-approved. Absolutely. The, the what be. you do, it's not how it's not pre-approved, what is pre-approved. It's, right. So, so how many contracts have you had like this? Written like that? Yeah. That are, well, I would say four or five. I was gonna say and so what differentiates a situation where you need a contract versus one that you don't? I would, I mean, if you want me to honestly ask that, my success, because I have things to lose now. Mm-hmm. And I would meaning never. Meaning what? Meaning I would not enter into a bondage type relationship. I would not tie you up, spank you, hit you, do things to you that you could come back and say, I forced you to later. I mean, that's a real world yeah. issue for me. So if I enter in a contract with you and you said that, I can say, no, see, you, you, you already told yeah. me you knew this was going to happen. Um, that's, a, that's a big deal. What, what you'll get is, is I, I would say, for instance, let's say you and I were in this relationship and we're, and we're in an owner-tech chastity relationship. You might tell me, go find a bull for me, and if he fucks me really well and you can hold my hand, then I'll, I'll, I'll let you jerk off as we do it. Well, I get to go find somebody to do that for you. And he and, and if I do a good job. And he will and most of them, like I was telling you guys with with mine, he will do everything. They typically will go above and beyond as so Correct. far like my sub. He would buy me my favorite lingerie and my favorite wine and my favorite chocolates in order to prep me for this night because he knew it was coming. And he knew that if he done everything and went above and beyond, maybe not only did he get to watch, but he would get to participate something as little as jerking off or cleaning me up after he would get the pleasure of cleaning me up he would get the pleasure of bathing me after and that and person gets off on feet. that they do they absolutely love it okay so you've mentioned only five contracts though mm-hmm. the ones where you didn't have contracts what was the reason you decided in those cases not to well you start early i mean the the first the first time i would say i tied somebody up was in college and i used tube socks to tie them up <laughs> I mean, you didn't know, right? You used what's there. I think it's the more serious yeah. that person is in the, I'm only guessing, right. because if I'm doing something with someone who is in the BDSM lifestyle and we're just playing around because we've been in this lifestyle, there's no need for a contract. Correct. But if we're sitting here and we agree, you know what? I would love to enter a, this relationship with mm-hmm. you. I feel like that is when a contract is necessary. I would say what you're doing, if, if someone comes to me and says, Chase, I want you to do breath play, then we're not doing that without, we are yeah. absolutely putting that on paper. Because yeah. bad breath things play, are, explain definitely that. Yeah, well, I mean, restricting your ability yeah. to breathe. Yeah. Uh, okay. we're, we're absolutely putting that on paper because bad things can happen. But again, um, you you wouldn't even, I'm assuming, you wouldn't even play with someone unless they were in that lifestyle oh, or would you do would, that with a vanilla? I would, no, yeah. I would never even think, and I'm not talking about putting my hand on your throat and keep, no, I'm talking about actual restricting yeah. your, yes. Where In what way? Well, there's several ways. You can use ropes, you can use collars, you can use, I mean, your, hand. your hands. The hands is the easiest thing. When you use something that actually, if, if I'm fucking you from behind and I have a collar on you that I think of like a choker mm-hmm. and I can, get you where you're about to orgasm and then I can restrict your breathing. There's people who really, oh my gosh, really like that. That's so hot. I'm not going to lie. Because, oh, you like that? Because the moment you think you're going to pass out is when you come is when, yes. yes. And you come so hard, right. but you have to know <laughs> yeah. when that is. And also there's different places. And, Correct. And, and that's why, um, like I said, I wouldn't do those things with oh, vanilla no, people no. because they typically don't know how, don't know how to grab your neck in the right place there well, you don't just there's a there's but certain somebody places has, where you, do you have to don't. start somewhere well then you do well you, it ain't gonna and, be with me right and you do start <laughs> but you don't I'm start just, there you, you do okay yeah. so i assume you've done this chase you Correct. seem to speak from a place of experience mm-hmm. when did you start and who did you have to practice on so i i'm okay i met a girl online okay and she was very eclectic Okay. So I, I like really, that word. I really liked her. <laughs> One of the things she wanted for her birthday was a gangbang. 
Oh, and wow. I okay. Said, okay. She's definitely sexually so I, adventurous. She's sexually I adventurous. Love that. But I ask questions. Okay, how many is that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. not two or three. So she yeah. said at least five. I said, okay. So she wanted to be pushed and she wanted to do things. Was it a BBC gangbang? It was actually, no, okay. it was not. But she wouldn't have had a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't find one. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. So <laughs> you should have known Hazel back then. I should have rounded him up for she you. She was actually in Boston in the Northeast. It was a little harder. Oh, um, so okay. I, so it was since I wasn't from that area, it's much harder to find yeah. people. Um, because again, that's not something you just say, hey, you want to do this? Because people know. Um, it's but, not. Well, oh, I'm bad. Yes. So. <laughs> She wanted to be pushed, so she would try something, and whatever the extreme to that was is what she wanted to do. Mm. So if you put your hands around her throat, she was, okay, well, now let's do something else. Now let's, and and the more extreme you get, the more extreme the sensation was for her, but there comes a point where it's- Yeah. Dangerous? It's dangerous, right? It's just, it's dangerous. And so- Not not just that, but it's not only dangerous, but it's, it's where you're, where- those little things that you thought, you know, no longer satisfy you. You have to Elevate continuously it. keep, right. And so that's where the danger part Correct. comes because that's where people help kill themselves by, you know, hanging themselves while they're jerking off, you know, because they, they've elevated to, mm. to that. Well, think, that. think of a guy who asked you, you've ever had somebody who pinched their nipples who liked it? Yes. Have you ever been doing it so hard? Like, oh my God. Yes. And you're thinking, he can't possibly like this. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm about to pull yeah. this off. Right. Mm-hmm. But he does. Well, that's not where he started. Uh, right. I mean, that's, gotcha. that's not where he started. He started with, oh, okay, and you then, touched it. And then it'll, it'll go, it'll progress to something like he wants you to bite them. Mm. Correct. Bite them to where they bleed. Right. Okay. So this girl was the first one that you choked. Is that right? This first one that we used a, a device other than my hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you had already done it with hands before. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how did you learn like when a woman is at exactly the right place, but not too far? You watch. You go to a sex club and watch. You ask somebody who knows. So you're observing before you're trying. Right. You're observing. Okay. I just noticed. I noticed that when her breath is almost gone, her back does this instead of arches. When you come, your back arches. You, you you start picking up things. Oh, okay. And then you ask. I mean, you ask somebody who does it. That's where do you see? What triggers do you look for? What signs do you look mm-hmm. for? What things when it, okay, if this happens, it's bad. Okay. Stop. And there's been times where, okay, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm going to back off for a minute just to make sure I'm there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can always go, you can always jump right back into it. Yeah. And so you start looking for triggers and signs. And the only way that I know how to do it is go talk to somebody who's done it before. And I think it's, I think we've had this conversation, um, Scarlett before where I, I, I said it, I, I think it's important for you to do exactly what you're saying. Get 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 a mentor. Someone who's interested in those in that type of lifestyle, whether it's listening to a BDSM podcast or or um someone that is in that lifestyle on YouTube or go into a BDSM nightclub. Go to Fet Life or Alt Life and ask. Yeah. Very true. And just have someone where you can ask, you know, and they can mentor you in those things because again, it's not it's not something that's very light, you know, within that BDSM stuff. It's it's really, really um it can be some heavy shit, you know, and just to play around just because you think it's fun can really, really hurt somebody if you don't know what you're doing. Mm. Well then you don't and that's you and that's where it all comes. What I would say, it all comes back to full circle. You have to trust that person. Yeah. You have to believe they have your best interest. You have to believe they're not going to hurt you. Because if you're if you're tense, then your body's not reacting normally. Mm. Then I can't read what you're doing. I mean, it, it, mm. I think if we're having sex and the minute you start faking an orgasm, well, I, I don't know when you have it when you don't. But if I if you don't and you're you and you trust it and you let it go, then I can read who you are, what you're doing, what you like. It's the same thing with spanking you. I'm going to start. And harder and harder and some people you like the sensation some people like the sound i fully told you i would rather listen to porn than watch it mm. i mean I, I would i the noise is what i like noises are that's what you're noise, into. i'm into noises so for me it's not necessarily if you ask me what i like to use i would rather use a paddle or a cane 
because I can hear the sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sensation is not important to me as the sound is. And so for me, the spanking, the loud pop is what I like. So now when you did the crop on my ass, mm-hmm. you commented that it left a mark. Mm-hmm. So is that also something you're into is the marks? No, but when I hit, when I hit you, think about the sound you made. It was different. Oh, I'm sure. Right. So the sounds you made. <laughs> I don't remember. Right, but the mark is not a thing for hurt. me, but the sounds you made is what I, oh, is what I like. So, so do you remember? Yeah. Because that's what, that's what I like. It's what I'm into. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, if I pinch your nipples, it's not the pinching your nipple that gets me off. It's that you tense it. And mm-hmm. that's what gets me off. The, the sound, that watching your eyes roll back, it's going down on you. It's not me going down that gets me off. It's watching you come that gets me off. It's watching you grab the sheets, pull your head back. The eyes get big. That's, I mean, and if, if you do that without noise, then it doesn't, uh, but if you're making noise, and that's why I said that, you talk about the sloppy blowjobs. Yeah. Sloppy blowjobs with sounds a whole lot better than just sloppy blowjobs <laughs> for me. Because it's yeah. the sound that I like. It's and so if you're that makes do, sense. yeah, if you're doing it, and it's all about just what you like. And Some, that, that's yeah. why we say it's important for people who who are in that lifestyle to have those contracts because they're so clear. You get into depth oh, about you what you like, what you don't like. Like you could be in that people typically explore. What are you have a whole page of what you don't like what you don't want to experience. Then you have another page of what you do like, what you want to try, what you do want to explore. What are some things that are hard nose, you know? And, you know, what are some things that you want to explore, you know? What are some things that you haven't explored? You can also it's, get pretty specific. If you yeah, wanted a you dom can. for breath play, you can go find one. But that's yeah. what they do. Strictly that's, that. That's it. That's what they do. You want to? You want just one, like rope bunnies, right? The same or thing. riggers, correct? Riggers. You, that's and riggers are people that tie up, right? Elaborate. Elaborate. Right. They can suspend you in the air mm-hmm. and so, like a rigger. He a rigger t- probably doesn't give a shit about submitting to anyone or being mm-hmm. someone's dom. That's not where they get their fix from or pain, right? But you also, in order for me to tie you, and I don't do it, to tie you up long enough that you're suspended mm-hmm. that takes time it really does it and takes a that's lot a craft of time. being yes. a rigger is a craft some of these terminologies that mm-hmm. are on this test i didn't know what they were can okay. we go through some of these go sure okay so starting from the bottom these are the ones i got zero on primal and in parentheses hunter like the hunt kind of um someone who is on the prowl yes and then um if I'm not mistaken, it's someone who also loves to fill you up with a cum. Okay. That, I would say that's think? a breeder, but okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Breeder, but, but, but I would, I would is, say primal to me is if you say like a hunter is someone who is the chase. Yeah, is important, it is the, but then it's the, I, it's I, when I catch you, it's almost more like predator prey. Okay. Is what I, well, I, I that's that, how I would describe I th- it. Yeah. I think that's where maybe I was thinking, well, it's for them. It's also, Whenever they get you, it's... I've got you. Yes. Yes. And then for them to see you leaking with their seed, it's awesome. Breeding, I think, is they're doing it strictly to... There's no... There's not that primal instinct where they're not going for that hunt. It's just strictly, I want to fill you with my seed. I've heard people say the, the hunter part is like when I come, it's almost like, think of a bow and arrow, I'm shooting you. Whether okay. it's in you or on you, but mm-hmm. I'm... That I'm shooting you with something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then we have brat tamer, which I would assume is somebody that overtakes or conquers the brat. Is that an accurate statement? I would say more. It's more playfully though. Okay. I would say it's more like play, a playful. more playful dom. Correct. Yeah. All right. Then we have the greater. I think that's probably pretty self-explanatory. Dominant. We've talked about that. Then there's boy girl. Is that more like a little? Is that what I that would means? say little girl. Like if you have somebody that says I'm into the LG, that's being treated like a little girl. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Then there's master mistress. How is that different from a dom and, or a owner? Um, I would say it's a, a master's more of a mixture of the two. Just because you're a mistress, that doesn't mean that you're having sex with your sub. Oh, no, not at all. Right. No. Yeah. A, a mistress yeah. is going to dominate me, but it's going to, but more in a, um, liquor boots type thing like that's yeah that's more of a dominatrix thing okay 
So like, a mistress is like a dominatrix. But but I I don't want to say that as a hard thing because I could take on that role as a mistress. Like I am his mistress, but we're still physically intimate. But also a mistress in that sense, it could be someone who doesn't have sex. A mistress is you're coming to my house, you're cleaning, you're doing all of these things. A mistress to a slave. I mean, think okay. of them. Think of them. If you were my mistress, I might come over and do things. The sex part I might get is you might let me masturbate for you. Okay. Right. You might let me do that. And right. how is that different from an owner? Well, an owner is a relationship. You actually correct. have that relationship with them. You I don't could, have a relationship with a mistress the same as a sub and dom. If I, I could pay you to be my mistress for an hour. Right. I'm not going to pay you. To be a, a dom. To be an owner. Sub. Correct. And, uh, yeah, that's a lifestyle choice. So a mist- like if I was a mistress, I would have a sub or a slave um, and they would typically do domestic duties for me. And they would pay me to do those domestic duties. All right. What about a switch? Switches as, as um, you can be a sub or a dom. Okay. Then voyeur. That's somebody that likes you to, like watch, to watch, right? Like to watch, yes. Right. You don't I, like to participate. You like to watch. Okay. And then prey, I assume, is the inverse of the hunter, right? Yes. So like CNC. Pretty okay. much. So then I got 72% on experimentalists, which I assume just means someone that likes to experiment, Mm -hmm. right? Guess what I got for vanilla? What? Guess. Because you're always calling me vanilla. 10%. Yeah, I was going to say 10%. 10%? What do you say? Eight. I don't know. You're calling me 8% vanilla. You you just told me that you scored 100% on Brad, which surprised the shit out of me, so... No, I got 86% vanilla. Okay. <laughs> well, you are pretty vanilla, though. Yeah, I agree. But That's because, why I was surprised that she said eight. Well, but well, compared it's to the rest- company you're in, you're vanilla. If you went out somewhere, you're very outgoing for 95% of the world. If she, went to, if she went with other vanilla people, they're going to not right. think that you're vanilla. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is why so, have, that's where lolita comes I, in yes exactly i have lolita on one end i have hazel on the other if you really want to go if you really want to see what vanilla the difference is go to a re, go to a, a dungeon go to a real bdsm club yeah there's and, one here in dallas yeah oh okay, there's yes yeah. but go and watch and okay that is what going to a swingers club or a sex club that's just people having sex in public yeah and and letting other people join in that's not that's not the same. I get it. That's yeah, a that's, completely different lifestyle. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, that's completely it's not the same as as you yeah. you talked about a BDSM episode that go there and watch what that and it's it's almost all mental. I mean, it's there's pain involved, but it's the opening up and taking that sensation and making it something different. And I think we had that conversation a while back. I said that is why I typically don't have vanilla sex it's always with being that i'm not in a relationship it's with a bull because they understand but that's what that you like. role right right that's what you like but in right. a relationship i have to have someone who understands that mental part because that is what gets me off well, is having right. is either having that control or giving up that control when we talked earlier about in the last episode, we talked about, you know, dating in, in, in your league and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I asked and I made this comment. I said, you know, what do you bring that I can't hire a cook, a maid or a whore? What do you bring <laughs> other than I can't buy those things for? I mean, honestly, what, what do you bring to the table? And so I had somebody reverse it on me and say, what do you bring? Yeah. I and agree. so I told him, I said, well, this is what I bring in any situation we're in, no matter what it is, sexually, public, business, I'm in control. And you, you'll never feel like I'm out of it. That's the one thing I bring. Now, there's definite downside to that. If, you, if you're not into that and you don't like that, then we butt heads constantly. <laughs> but if, if you've ever been where you didn't feel, you, like you didn't know if you were going to have a place to live. You didn't know if you were safe. If you walked into a sex club and you were worried about somebody touching you because you didn't know what was going to happen, then that's a big deal. 
Yeah. And no, that, I could see that yes. being an amazing experience for someone that's on the sub side. To, Correct. To go to yeah. a sex club with you because absolutely you're going to make sure that mm-hmm. person is taken care of. Now, if you're the opposite of me, then we're going to argue constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're going to, we're, we're, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to argue about everything, which isn't fun. Yeah. But every, and that's why everybody, if you, it's not what one of the said, you said, it's what you look for. And I said, if you told me you wanted a, a, a dom experience, I would say, in what respect? Yeah. What do you, and I would say, then that guy is the guy you want for a foot Whatever play or rope play or what would then go and there's different ones i mean everybody has their skill set if they're good and the bdsm world is very huge yes. huge it is it is definitely something that it, you can't learn overnight and and if you're interested in it then um it is a lot to learn you know and it is but Very you can fun. ask. You can Once ask, you and they'll talk it. about it. If oh, you were, yeah. If you were interested, they would talk, and and they would talk about it in a non-sexual way. It's kind of like this, you know, when people say there's a lot of swingers, go to a swingers club. You'll see somebody you know. You'll freak them out, but you'll see somebody you know. Absolutely. I mean, you, you, now, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if uh, I've said it on the previous episode. So I used to host as um, LS parties and mm-hmm. events, and um, people were so surprised whenever they would see, like the CEO of whatever company and they're like, Oh my goodness. Like, right. So and so is here. Yeah. Because everybody fucks everybody and everybody fucks. likes what they like. Yeah. And everybody, and everybody and, should fuck. Everybody right. doesn't fuck. Everybody should fuck. <laughs> well, true. But and uh, with that, <laughs> go find a yeah. fucking partner because everybody should fuck. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com.